Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So before I became a pastor, I was, of course, a seminary student, and one of my four years as a seminary student was spent as an intern pastor in a town called Marinette, Wisconsin, about 60 miles north of Green Bay. Internship is a wonderful time of learning the ropes of ministry firsthand, and it's also an interesting year socially. People take it upon themselves to welcome an intern, to take them out to dinner, to, to have them over for parties. They know that interns are often far away from family and have limited vacation time and travel money, and so they see it as their mission to entertain the intern and the intern's spouse. And our situation was no different. But there were also those people who made grand promises of great excursions on sailboats and other such things. We'll have to do this or that or the other thing before you leave, they would say. And when eight months went by and I had only four months left as the intern and four months left as a resident of their town, some of those promise makers got a little panicked and we tried to cram all those adventures into a very small space as we knew that time was running short. I was reminded of that this week when I read and studied John chapter 14, verses 1 through 14, our gospel text for today. In John's gospel, chapters 13 through 17 all take place in the upper room on the last night of Jesus' life. And Jesus, well aware that his time is short, spends much time giving last-minute teachings to his followers. He, he washes their feet, he prays for them, he blesses them, he gives them many so-called farewell discourses. And like the folks on my internship, Jesus seems to be cramming all of the teachings that he meant to tell them along the way into this one night. Each teaching is so jammed full of wisdom, so densely packed that you could spend hours and hours and hours unfolding the layers so let me read just one of those teaching moments to you today from John 14, verses 1 through 14. Jesus said to them, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me... You will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? 
The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, but if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. Word of God, Word of Life. Thanks be to God. Wow. (laughs) In this reading, there are at least five topics on which one could preach, and and so we do not have time to address all of the richness in this passage in its entirety. And so let me just pick up on one section that particularly intrigued me in recent days. In verse 12, Jesus says, Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact do greater works than these because I'm going to the Father. That verse has intrigued me and puzzled me since the very first time I read it. I have read the Gospel of John many times and never ceased to be amazed at the works of Jesus. He turns water into wine. He heals the blind and the lame. He feeds thousands with a few loaves and fish. He walks on water. He raises the dead. I've never done any of those things. And yet I consider myself to be a believer in Christ. When when Jesus says, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, why then can't I perform such awe-inspiring miracles? I would settle for a lesser miracle, frankly. Uh, I, I could have used some of that godly power 15 years ago, in fact. In 2005, Audrey and I took a, a much-needed vacation to the North Shore. And on the first day of that vacation, Audrey and I took a scenic drive recommended in one of those free touristy books. Now, frankly, we should have known better, but as most of you already know, I'm an idiot. But I digress. We, we ventured up a hilly road about seven miles off the highway, and about six miles into that drive, the road got, well, a little bit snowy and icy. But we had the truck, complete with four-wheel drive, so we kept going. We found the next road we were supposed to take on this so-called scenic drive and turned right, and within a hundred feet, we realized we had no business on this deserted, snowy road and decided to back up and abort the mission. But it was too late. As soon as we stopped, the truck sank into about two feet of wet snow and we were stuck. (laughs) We tried whatever we could think of to get unstuck. We crammed piles of wood under the tires. We shoveled snow with our hands. We yelled really loud. Nothing worked. What I wanted to do was levitate the truck back about 50 feet, right? Jesus could have done it. Why not me? But no, we had to walk back to civilization to get help. And even as we walked, I really wished we could have walked on top of the snow. Not water, snow. Jesus could have done it, 
But even that was a work too great for these two so-called believers. We ended up walking for about two hours with cold, soaked feet before a forest ranger picked us up. So much for doing the works of Jesus. But Jesus did say that those who believe in him would do his works and even greater works. So either Jesus is a liar or he means something else. The more I think about it, I'm convinced that when we are promised the ability to do the works of Jesus, we immediately think of impressive, powerful works. And we forget that Jesus' works were really not about power, but about love. When, when Jesus turned water into wine, he didn't do it so the people around him would go, wow, that's awesome, do it again. He did it in love so that the wedding would continue to be filled with abundance and so that those who witnessed this great act would be given the gift of faith. When Jesus walked on water, he didn't do it to impress his disciples. He did it so he could be with them as a storm tossed their tiny boat around the Sea of Galilee. When Jesus raised Lazarus, it wasn't a nifty party trick. It was a gesture of love that those who grieved might have their friend back and be given faith to trust that this Jesus could raise them all from the dead on the last day too. That's what the gospel is about. It's about love. We can't duplicate the power of Jesus. We can't walk on water. I don't have the ability to raise people up from death, and neither do you. But, but this we do have, the opportunity to express the love of Jesus. And truthfully, Jesus is far more committed to expressing love than showing off power. A number of years ago, Baptist minister Tony Campolo was in Haiti checking on missionary work that he supports. He went to the little Holiday Inn where he always stays the day before he boards the plane to come home, and as he stepped out of the taxi to head for the entrance to the Holiday Inn, he was intercepted by three girls. He calls them girls because the oldest could not have been more than 15. The one in the middle said, Mr., for $10, I'll do anything you want me to do. I'll do it all night long. Do you know what I mean? He knew what she meant. <laughs> he turned to the next one and said, what about you? Could I have you for $10? She said yes, and so did the other girl. The third one tried to mask her contempt for him with a smile, but it's hard to look alluring when you're 15 and desperately hungry. He said, I'm in room 210. Be up there in 10 minutes. I'll have $30, and I'm going to pay for all three of you to be with me all night long. He rushed up to the room, called down to the front desk, and said he wanted every Walt Disney video they had. He called the restaurant and said, do you make banana splits? I want banana splits with extra ice cream, every uh, extra everything. I want huge ones. I want four of them. The girls came, and the ice cream came, and the videos came, and they sat up watching the videos and laughing until about one in the morning when the last girl fell asleep. As Campolo looked at the three girls stretched out asleep, he thought to himself, nothing's 
really changed. Tomorrow they will be back on the street selling themselves to dirty, filthy men because there will always be men who for a few bucks will destroy little girls. Campolo reports he didn't know enough of their language to tell them about Christ, but God's Spirit said to him, For one night, let them be little girls again. Some of you might be saying, That's a wonderful story, Pastor Nate, but you can't compare that to walking on water. And you're right, I can't, because I know that if Jesus had to choose between walking on water or giving one night of childhood back to three girls who had had it robbed from them, I know what Jesus' choice would be. I know which work would be greater. Friends, these are the works of greatness that we've been called and empowered to do. We cannot replicate the power of Jesus' works, but... Every time we do an act of love or service in his name, we are living out his promise from John 14 to do his works. And you don't have to go to Haiti to do them. I know this global pandemic has changed many of the ways we reach out in love, but it has opened up others. When we sacrifice our community life to slow the spread of a deadly virus, when we take time on the phone or from an appropriate distance to hear the worries and grief of a child, parent, friend, or neighbor, when we work to sew masks or gowns or deliver groceries or other needed items to community members, when we take the time to leave a thoughtful comment on Facebook, when we remain generous with our congregation or with our support of local businesses, when we engage in any number of other ways in which we give of ourselves, we are fulfilling the promise that Jesus makes to us all. We are doing his works. And the works we do are greater. Because Jesus could only impact a handful of people at one time. But in ascending to the Father, Jesus has left us with his Spirit, which empowers Christians around the globe to do his works in every corner of the planet, with or without a global pandemic. As you serve in his name in ordinary and everyday ways, you are joined by billions of other Christians around the globe. Be servants of Christ in this world, my friends. And when your love and service earns you a hearing with those you serve, tell them about an even greater love found in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whose death and resurrection have opened for us the way to eternal life with the Father. Tell them about the one who has marked us with the cross in baptism. When the moment presents itself, tell those you serve about the one who has claimed you as his own, who promises you strength for life's treacherous journey. And as you invite those you serve into a relationship with Jesus Christ, greater works you will be doing. Jesus said, The one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. May God bless us and do great things through each of us in his name. Amen.